We continue with the Daily Sports Feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Rigger. It's a pleasure to have you along. The JMU baseball team back in action today as they take on USC Upstate in a three-game series beginning at 4 o'clock this afternoon. Just wrapped up a 10-game homestand where they went 8-2. and two. They sit at 8-5 and five overall. Let's talk to Marlon Eikenberry, the head coach of the Dukes. Hi, Coach. How are you, sir? Dave, doing great. How are you doing? I'm great as well. You guys are back on the road after 10 straight at home. I, I, it was nice to have 10 at home, wasn't it? I would play every game at home if I could, but unfortunately it doesn't, doesn't always work that way. But uh, it is good to be back on the road. We've got to get our guys used to playing on the road again. And, you know, being down here in South Carolina, it's going to hopefully we'll keep, have some good weather to, to play three baseball games. You know, I know you lost a couple against UMass Lowell to close out that series with bounce back this week. Were you happy for the most part with your home stand? I, I was. I was. You know, we learned a lot about our club, and more importantly, standing our approach offensively um, and then just trying to figure out what roles guys will fall into in, in, the, in the pitching staff. But, more importantly, I was proud of how we played defense, um, how we stayed in our approach, and I mean, we got to figure some things out on the mound. No, nothing, nothing crazy. Just trying to figure out what roles guys can play and, and how we, how we're going to s- structure our uh, our pitching staff. You know, talk a little bit about that because again, we 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 talked even before the Florida State series just about how a baseball softball team it takes time to kind of figure things out and and, and roles for people and, and different things like that. I know it's not completely figured out, but but do you feel like you've got a better sense of your team right now? Oh, absolutely. You know, I think when you when you look at the uh, evolution of baseball and, and pitchers throwing once a week, and most pitchers know when they're going to throw and, and just getting them in a routine and then obviously trying to figure out how, who can bounce back and who can't, um, that's just part of part of the early season of, of baseball. And then, you know, you add in the weather, the, the weather component in it, that, that, that always plays a, plays a role. Um, in the early season, and I was, just, you know, really happy with with how our guys just kind of stayed in, in the grind of a, a, a you know a ten game homestand with the ups and downs with the with the weather, and you know not always knowing what, what you're going to play in the next day. But um, you know, we we did we did grind out some wins, and I was I was proud of the way we competed and really how how tough we play. Um, we're fun to watch in that in that aspect of how tough we play. And, but as far as the pitching staff goes, you know, I mean, you know, you're, you're, we have some young arms that have always pitched, you know, three, four innings a week, and now you're asking them to pitch, you know, you know, three times in ten days. Uh, you know, you always got to see what, what what their pitch count is. More importantly, how they bounce back and and what their stuff looks like, you know, the second or third time out. So right now we're getting a real good feel for that for, with our young arms and um, you know, getting guys out on the mound and, and just more importantly, just competing. And I want to talk about your staff and, and everything like that in a second, but it was nice to bounce back for your team, wasn't it, from those, those disappointing losses to UMass Lowell to come back and beat VMI and VCU pretty handily this week? Absolutely. You know, I mean, I look at the UMass Lowell series as, you know, we faced their best arm on, on, on Saturday of a doubleheader, um, and he's really good. Um, he'll have an opportunity to play at the next level. And he beat us. He threw 136 pitches in complete games. So he tipped your cap, but he's, yeah. been, he's been in school for five years, so he's you know his body can do that, and he, he built up to that, and he was actually throwing pretty well in the later innings. We had our opportunities in both games. I mean, we both time running the plate in game two, and then yeah, I felt like in, in game three we got down early, um, and then trying to fight back. I thought we made an eight-four game, and then you know, they caught they 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 had two diving catches, line drive diving catches with bases loaded there late in the game, and I just felt like that, the game was wasn't wasn't meant to be our game as 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 the game went on with some of the plays they were making and. Some of the plays we weren't, but um, you know, more importantly, we got a lot of guys in action that game, and, and and got a lot of guys in there. Yeah, no question. Again, we're talking to Marlon Eikenberry, baseball coach at James Madison, as they get set for USC Upstate. They begin a three-game series this afternoon down in Spartanburg, South Carolina. 
Let's talk about the staff a little bit. And you've thrown almost everybody on your staff. <laughs> you've so thrown somebody out there about every time just to kind of see see what they can handle, see their stuff. Um, has that been by design to try and get everybody just some action so far here early in the season? Yeah, it has. And we're you know we're we're running out some uh, you know different guys in different roles. Um, you know, we switched up the rotation a little bit this weekend, starting Todd and Zoki tonight, and then going uh, Ryan Murphy and, and Donovan Burke, and. And then that's just more best based on personnel and, and where I see guys kind of fitting in. I mean, having TR move to the bullpen is going to be good for us because I think TR is really good for one or two innings right now. Um, and uh, I think when he he does get going, he can be a he can be a weapon out of the bullpen force late in the game. Um, having you know uh, the other guys that we we can use in different roles. I mean, like Sean Culkin and and you got you know Joe Vygotsky and you know it's just interesting how it's all kind of evolving and it always takes a few weeks to do that. Yeah, no question, and and, and th- those roles will, will constantly change with your with your pitching staff. One thing, I mean, you can tinker with that throughout the entire season. Yeah, we can, and we're you know we're we're going to run some guys out there probably you know three or four arms a game roughly. It's kind of what we're looking at, and some guys will be some matchup guys. You know, one of the guys that hasn't thrown a lot for us this year has been go to guys is, is Liam Grubbs, and we need to get him back out there and get him going a little bit. Um, he has I think he's only thrown two innings or three innings for us this year. And so when he gets going, I think that's going to really kind of seal our bullpen and, and really kind of seal what we're doing, um, you know, in, in the middle innings and and then get, you know, Donovan Burke going and getting him in a routine of competing again and get, get him back out there when he's feeling comfortable and, and more importantly, just getting him out of the, out of the, out of the, the way of, of, of himself and more just really just getting into a rhythm. I think that's the big thing, you know, and, and this weekend doesn't look like it's going to be much of a rhythm because it looks like we're going to play a doubleheader tomorrow with the weather, but um, – <laughs> You know, it just is what it is this time of year, and and you know, once we get those guys, you know, built up and and going, we're, I feel I feel really good about where we are on on the mound. Yeah, again, we're talking to Marlon Eichmere, baseball coach at James Madison. Uh, again, we talked before the season. Now you've seen 13 games with kind of a new approach offensively. Have you been happy with 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 how your guys have dealt with that and and how it's translated on the field? Well, I have. I mean, we, you know, our guys believe in, in what we're doing, and 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 you know, we we can do a lot of different things on the bases. It, we're still working on some things, you know, just with, with hitting and running, running and hitting, and, and 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 getting guys in those in those situations. You know, when you're up a lot or down a lot, it's kind of hard to do those things. But we've stayed with the we've stayed with the uh, approach, and it's it's showing that we can score runs, and we've scored runs, and we're we're scoring. I don't know what the average is somewhere around eight runs, nine runs a game, or something like that. But you know, we, we if we continue to do that against really good pitching, we're gonna be we're gonna be a solid offensive club. Fenwick Trimble has been phenomenal so far. 429, six homers, 24 runs batted in. I mean, his numbers uh, speak for themselves right now. What's What's been his biggest change from year one to year two? I think more importantly with him is just he knows what his strengths and weaknesses are. Um, you know, the grind of the season, he knows how to handle himself. He, he, he He's getting pitches he can handle and hit, and he doesn't miss them. Where last year I felt like he was fouling off balls. I thought he should hit, and that's that's normal for a young hitter. But now he's not he's not fouling those balls off, and he's just staying within his approach. And really, you know, his power is to right center. Um, you know, and he he's getting pitches he can handle in in certain situations where he's he's showing that power. And then you know, like yesterday or um, excuse me on on Wednesday, he gets a, a full side double to left center in a big situation um, to, to extend the lead. So he's just he's just staying within his within his approach and staying within himself, not trying to do too much and. Um, you know, it's fun to watch. Yeah, it is fun to watch. And did you see this in the fall? Did you see his work that, that he put in in the summer and the off season? Did you see it pay off in the fall? Did you expect him to kind of be, maybe not this good, but did you expect him to kind of do what he's doing? 
Uh, we did. We did. You know, you, you look at a baseball year as three seasons, uh, spring, summer, and fall. And, you know, he had a, he had a spring season last year, then, then a summer season, and then a fall season. So he, he had over 200 at-bats in a calendar year. And when you, when you have, you know, 250, 300 at-bats in a calendar year, you're going to really see a jump in the next, in the, in the, in the next spring. And he just stayed with the grind and, you know, and, and, and did it. And, and you're seeing the positive side of it right now. We're talking to Marlon Eichmary, baseball coach at James Madison, as they begin a series at USC Upstate today. And Kyle Novak began the season 0 for 10, but I remember the first time I talked to you about Kyle, you just said he's a professional hitter. You know, he, he, <laughs> that, that, that's what he is. And since then, he's gone 17 for 33. He's almost hitting 400 now, but uh, he's in a pretty good rhythm right now. He is. He is. And I think it takes a little bit for him to get going. It, it has every year. And, and, and he's just, you know, one of the things I think he tries to do really in the years, try, he tries to pull the ball too much. And, he got back into staying on the ball and hitting the ball the other way, and and when he does that, he's going to be a he's going to be a successful hitter, and, and that's what uh, that's what we're seeing right now. How about Jack Cohn too, and his his ability to to go on the mound, be your leadoff guy, play in the outfield, or be the DH or whatever whatever you need him to do, he'll be able to do. And and how how beneficial has he been for your team so far here early in the season? Uh, he's been a huge uh, addition, uh, obviously on the mound. He, I thought he had a great outing against VMI, you know, going five strong and and then the next day we put him in the dh role just to kind of keep him off his legs and save his arm you know in the outfield and he had a great he had a great game led the game off with a home run and then i think he's one of those guys kind of a spark plug in our in our, in our lineup you know he, he he he's an older guy that's been there and done that and guys guys you kind of feed off him and well you have guys like him and and finn and and novak and then dabney um in the lineup they all feed off each other and just having jack at the top of our line just is you know he's going. He's, he's going to compete and, and, and do everything he can to win. Yeah, no question. We're talking to Marlon Ibarra, baseball coach at James Madison. They get set for USC Upstate coming up this weekend. And you know uh, Carson Bell, um, he's been lost for the year, right? He won't be able to play this season for you. Yeah, he, he he's out for the year, unfortunately. And and you know we, you know he wants to come back again next year, which is exciting for our program. Absolutely. You know, not having that big left-handed bat in a lot does hurt at times, but uh, you know we've had some 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 guys step up and. And you know, and Jaylon and and some other guys that have come in. Um, you know, White Piper's had some some off the bench at bats mm-hmm. for us. Where I think we're going to see some guys, kind of younger guys, fill fill that void of Carson Bell. It's a hard vo- void to fill, um, but uh, you know, it, it is is part it's part of the business and part of the game. And well, you know, he, he's he's doing real well to hopefully hopefully get back and be stronger next year. Yeah, no, no, I, you certainly miss him, but that's a good good sign that he wants to come back next year. But talk about this series this weekend, USC Upstate. What do you know about them? Well, they've been a solid program they, um, uh, down here, and, and they play in the Big South, and they've always been been a tough team. And you know, I know uh, they uh, they have you know a really good pitching staff. Um, they're going to play good defense. Uh, they they've, they've been a, a traditionally power in the in the Big South. So you know, playing on their field and them them you know being on the road like we have, and 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 coming back off the road, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how we how we do uh, being in a different environment. I think the big thing for us is just continuing to stay in our approach. And if we pitch and play defense, I think it'll be a really good series. You know, with these five games coming up, you've got these three with USC Upstate. You've got VCU Tuesday, VMI on the road Wednesday. And then you start conference play next weekend at home against Coastal Carolina. Is it, are these five pretty important games to kind of make sure you stay in the rhythm you're in right now as you begin conference play? Because, again, that's what it's all kind of been, uh, been shifting toward. It is. It is. You know, you know, Playing at home is, 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 is a very comfortable, obviously, environment to play in. We're used to everything, used to the routine. 
you know, we have to play on the road in the conference, so I wanted to go out one more weekend on the road in the conference, um, not a conference play to get us prepared for conference play. But, you know, just trying to win on the road and, and, and win in competitive environments and, and tough environments is really important to our success and important to our growth as a, as, as a team. And it'll be fun to see how we how we handle this challenge this weekend. And, and more importantly, you know, going to spring break, I always try to like to play double midweek games in spring yeah. break we're not in class. And so so Absolutely. be on spring break this weekend and uh, – and next week it's kind of worked out in the schedule for us to play on the road and and, and then finish our spring break at home against the, our first Sun Belt opponent in Coastal Carolina. Okay, you mentioned it earlier. So is it looking like a game today and then two tomorrow? It looks that way right now. I, hopefully it changes. But uh, you know, <laughs> all, all baseball coaches hate doubleheaders. They're, <laughs> they're long. They're long. They're long days. You don't remember the first game after the second game ends. And I mean, you're looking at some of your hitters are getting seven, eight at bats, eight at bats uh, in, in the day. So it makes a it makes for a long day, and, and, and so the, the goal is to try to play, you know, three one game, three three days, one game a day. Right. Unfortunately, with the weather, baseball is meant to be played outside, so we're going to have to deal with a doubleheader more than likely. It's probably what it's going to be, but who knows? Yeah. It's their home field. It's their it's their decision, and we talked about it a little bit yesterday. So we're just kind of waiting to see when the last the final the final bell is to make that call. But um, if we do, we'll we'll be up for the challenge. Absolutely, no doubt. Again, USC upstate the opponent this weekend. Dukes are on the road. They sit at eight and five. They've went eight and two on the homestand, and they again sit at eight and five on the season. Coach, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Good luck this weekend. Dave, thanks so much.